From the Schmoes No Network Studios in Los Angeles, California, it's time for Guilty Movie Pleasures. And now, here are your hosts, two of the guiltiest cats I know, Josh McCuga and Steve Simone. <laughs> What's up, Schmoes? Schmoes! How are we doing, buddy? I'm so excited that there's finally a movie that I know <laughs> that is awesome. It has karate, breakdancing, <laughs> and a real hot chick. I mean, she's the eleventh element. This broad uh, today uh, coming in hot. We are doing the Last Dragon, one which, of my all-time favorites. Again, I had never seen before. What did you think? Uh, <laughs> First impression. It's perfect. Go. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's right? Amazing. Well, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, we have a, a special guest coming in uh, to talk this movie, and he was the one that suggested that we do this. And we started watching it on an iPhone in a car coming back from from Irvine, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Christian Harloff. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Big round of applause for the king of Schmoville. Uh, the, the, he leads the monarchy that is, uh, that is Schmoville. Christian, welcome to the show. Roger. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, and by the way, it is Barry Gordy's last dragon. Barry Gordy's last dragon. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were talking before that you have to be the ultimate megalomaniac to put your name in front of a movie. Like it's. Not, I didn't realize he did that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Barry Gordy's the Last Dragon. You know, like stupid Lee Daniels is the Butler. John Carpenter's the thing. F- fine. Those you directed them. Congratulations. You produced it. I mean, Barry Gordy didn't direct this. He produced it. You have to be. A, you have to love yourself so much to put your name in front of it. Well, love yourself also, so much. Yeah. That's usually a sign of extreme insecurity. Yeah, sure. Well, but he's also a guy that, you know, it was his first uh, foray into movie making. As right. well, he killed too. it. He did. And it was the thing was he wanted, he was known for music. So, so now he was like, let's get into martial arts movies <laughs> yeah. and it's Barry Gordon Presents. And oh, it's so good. Opens it's up like great Tyler song. Perry's Medea's Family Reunion, right. correct? Um, this movie starts out so we're we're coming back and he's like you've never seen Last Dragon so we were in a uh, an Uber coming back from Irvine and we watched the first like 45 minutes together yeah. in silence and just going we're like we're telling the cab the guy just like slow down slow, slow down, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. what are you doing Let's go around the block a couple yeah. times horrible cab what's the rush guy? oh he was an idiot yeah. Um, <laughs> just the it's worst. Like one of the extras in yeah, Last Dragon. Yeah, Dude, so many great extras. Great in this extras. Movie. Oh famous my extras. God. Very, very famous extras. Um, we, so we start watching it and, you know, it opens with the ultimate, like, intersplicing of Bruce Lee and this sweet, very young, very, I mean, he, he, he looks like silky. he should be on the, yeah, silky. <laughs> Who is this dude? Uh, his, his name is, uh, Ty Mac. Yeah, and he was, and he was just, a martial artist. And, the, but the song, Jete has the song back there, how it actually starts. And the, the music, the second you get into the music and you see the montage of him chopping arrows. Oh, it's so good. That's not it. That is not the song. Uh, that start, the one that's, that's it. That it. Oh. Just and feel he's, it. And he's, and he's in that, so the good. dojo. And it, listen, I, we all loved karate as a kid. Okay. Yeah. My brother and I used and to. Now. Do, and now. <laughs> <laughs> literally, Simone's last tweet was, if you know karate, why aren't you using it all the time? All the time. Like, if I knew karate, I would feel like a superhero. I'd be like, Sarah, you're being a little bit loud. 
I don't think the lady appreciates no. your tone. Sir, no, you can take the next bus. Yes. <laughs> Sir, I asked you kindly. Leave but the lady alone. Say? Like, I, I'd be in my basement with my brother doing karate moves. It's re- Karate really doesn't seem that hard to do because you're just like punching and kicking and punching. Yeah, yeah. but to do it last dragon style, remember at the beginning when he's chopping all the arrows yeah. and he just snatches the blue one? Uh, so good. And it's well, so that good. whole scene and with, the, with, his, with his master, uh-huh. with just the stereotypical master, and he's just basically, he had some comedy to it. Too, yeah. and he's like, oh no, you're not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a laugh. It's so funny. So good. And it's the the the, the montage of him cause doing the karate. Um, it, it's per, it's perfect in the sense of this. If you were going to do karate as a kid yeah. and this dojo, these would be the things you would do. Like this would be an idea that we would have. Like, yo, if I shoot an arrow at you, do you think you can stop it? Right. And most the people best. would be dead in yeah. like five minutes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Without a doubt. Not, but most people are not Bruce Leroy. That's very, very true. Ah, oh, dude. It was so good. <laughs> Bruce Leroy, everything about it—it just—it it captured the '80s so well, perfectly, glorious. Well, here's the okay. So you have Barry Gordy presents the Last Dragon, right? So we get in. Obviously, the music's gonna be incredible because Barry Gordy is a legend in the recording business, and and he's gonna he's gonna put his songs in here and his artists, right? Dude, that El Debarge cameo that comes up. Oh my god! By the way, it's not El Debarge; it's just (laughs) Debarge. It's not a Mexican dish. I thought it was El Debarge too. Yeah, I don't know. Well, listen, I made out with a girl at Bar Lubitsch in. In L.A. the first time to DeBarge. El Bar Lubitsch. And that's how I met your mother. <laughs> Could you imagine your kids? Your kids are playing this back 15 years from now. See, Dad? Yeah. Um, so you you get to that. You get to this club, which is, uh, I mean, it's a Soul Train ripoff, really. Oh, um, yeah. Because you know, that's, where, that's where we meet the girl. That's where we meet Vanity. Right. Oh, she's Van- so hot. Vanity. 1985's Halle Berry. Oh, but hotter. But hotter. I, Hotter than Halle Berry, I think dude. So. When she has that she, teased hair, she's, she's up dirtier. there. She's like dirty, sexy. There's oh, something yes. very sexy about her. Well, first of all, Bruce Leroy is walking through New York, mm-hmm. dressed with, in a kung fu getup, with, <laughs> with like with Hong the, Kong Fu. He's got with, the hat, the sandals. <laughs> so good. Well, we don't skip over the movie theater before we get to the club. He goes to the movie. Theater oh yeah, to watch to watch uh, the Enter the, Enter the Dragon. Oh dude. That was such a good scene. How about the two fat guys with the guy with the hat? (laughs) Tremendous. The the 1980s Miami football jersey. He looked like one of like Hillbilly Jim's inbred cousins. Yeah. And then you have the transgender guy looking up and he's like, get him salad. (laughs) Get him, baby. And and Bruce Leroy's sitting there eating popcorn with chopsticks. Oh, so good. Bro, the first time you see shown up. Okay. Like, I don't think grownups. I know I'm going to get blasted for this. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I don't think grownups should dress up for Halloween. I think Halloween should be for little kids and grown-ups should make haunted houses okay. and hand out candy. Even parties drunk, you don't think so. But dude, if I were to dress up this year, if I could get a show enough costume, yeah. 100%. Yeah. When he you, kicks those doors open. What did you say, J, what, what did you say, Steve? A what? JT? A what? Show enough! Oh, so good. <laughs> dude, it's so good. Show enough it was so great because he shows up with that ridiculous hair and this is right as, because you know, remember rap and, and all, that really started to form in like 85, yeah. 84, 85 so it just started to So the street happen. look and everything, everything. like yeah, it. Yeah, everything. So I mean, he had like the, the Michael Jackson kind of jumpsuit on. Yep. Um, but that whole scene. The, well, here's the thing. is learn about his gang. At the beginning, oh, yeah. you think that it, he's in like a dojo in Japan. It's just a dock in Queens or in yeah. Brooklyn, right? Because he yeah. comes walking through New York. So Shonoff shows up to this theater and all, all of a sudden, already, we haven't, there's no development into this. Everybody knows who Bruce, Bruce Leroy is. He's, le- he's a legend. He's yeah, a legend You know what was already. great? It was very like Chekhov. They go like this. Because <laughs> when Shonoff rolls up, 
and he start he <laughs> wants to fight. This yeah, to yeah because he goes like this. He goes catching <laughs> bullets in your teeth. <laughs> Catches bullets in his teeth. Oh, so good. And how about the intercutting of Enter the Dragon with, with the one guy who finally steps on the radio because it's too loud? Yeah, in the yeah. So dude, the radios. He's uh, so good. He's eating and he's just like smiling that shit eating grin that yeah, that kid has the whole time. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need this. Yeah. Try, everybody starts getting in the fight and the thing, and Bruce Leroy just walks out. So he's like, yeah. I, I don't need this. I don't need whatever. This. He's and one then, at peace until he meets the woman. Yes. Yep. And well, then we get that's to, not a great metaphor. We get to <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like, everything's fine. He's one yeah. with the world. And he's a hot chick. And he needs moves, which we'll get to. But so they go to this club and listen. I've all, I think there's a few places that I want to go to in my life. One is the club that gets shot up in Scarface. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be in that club. Okay. Right? Fuck the uh, brothers. Yes, yeah. exactly. Bells are on stage telling knock-knock jokes. Right. If somebody were to ask me, and I've said this multiple times before, if I could go back in time to any one time, I would be a frat guy in the 1980s because I think that's when life was perfect, right? You hmm. could wear, like, pop collars. You could go to Miami clubs, like, things like that, especially lights, fog always on the dance floor. There's always some shady guy in the corner. Now clubs are, like, it's not like the 80s. Leather no. bank cats whatever but you know if you, you watch have to hide the cocaine exactly now. yeah you went yeah <laughs> people didn't have to hide it back then it was perfect um you go to you go to this club and she's just like up in what appears to be a spaceship running this club yeah right and this is when we have my favorite cameo of the movie is William H. Macy is like a scumbaggy producer and awesome I had, listen I had seen this movie so many different times but when we watched it in the Uber I said wait let's go back that, yeah that's exactly who I think that yeah, is. Yeah, it was William yeah. H. Macy. Yeah, William so H. Macy in, in an Andre Agassi, like, yes. uh, Nike windbreaker. And the best outfit. actor in the film, hands down. Hands down. Yeah. Without oh, dude, I think there was a lot of stellar... Prof- oh, you mean best actor now? No, in The Last Dragon. He's hands... He, dude, how the about the fat kid That's sidekick that couldn't hop up the thing? The white chubby... Oh, yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. That good. kid's the fantastic. Chunk. Great hair, too. The guy at oh, the end hair. that bites the nunchuck, fantastic. The little kid brother, fantastic. A lot of great performances. Yeah, showing off kills it. How did that guy not get a 10 picture deal after this uh, he died like two years ago did he really uh, yeah, two, two, a lot of it did. so did the little brother too. His, his little brother was great in this Richie yeah Richie's the thing I loved about so much about the, the white kid sidekick was he, he you know like there's always that white kid in the neighborhood in these movies, like yeah. the token white kid, and he always looks like a street hood. Yes, and he was like a dollar store chunk. Yes, no, he was a dollar, <laughs> <laughs> a dollar store chunk, for yeah. sure. Um, he, so they go to this club, and then they play an entire DeBarge music video. Right, yeah, during awesome. The thing. And that video, song yeah. is awesome, by Tremendous. the way. And DeBarge, yeah, DeBarge is the scariest looking human being in yeah, the movie, right. and he doesn't even appear in physical form. Right. JT got a kick out of that <laughs> one. His, his, he's got that greasy mustache yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Jerry curl. Hot in '85. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's huge, and that that song holds up. That is a great song. Tremendous. Yeah. Little, little known fact: uh, yeah. the Barge was the basis of uh, Coming to America, the lead character solo. Really? No. Uh, <laughs> dude, there was an urban legend in Philadelphia that DeBarge got stabbed in an after-hours club. <laughs> Is like DeBarge I, from Philly? No. Oh, oh he, came a, he tried to step to my boy and he yeah. got shanked. Yeah. That's so, a true... I don't know if it's true, but it's a true rhythm. Rhythm of this night. And, and Vanity, uh, the character's name is Laura Charles, is a legend. 
right in this right, in right. in this club she gets scene. To, she gets songs and videos, and she gets artists. She made. makes things yeah, happen, yeah, right? Yeah. And so JJ, played by William H Macy, who's incredible, is begging her to get Eddie Arcadians. What a great name, by the way, for villain. he runs arcades, yeah. and his name is Eddie Arcadian. He's so good in this. He should have been Armenian, but no, he's just a bald white dude yeah. from Kew Gardens in Queens. And he was like a dollar store Vincini from uh, Princess Pride. Correct. Oh, yeah. interesting. And he, we got a dollar version of Cindy Lauper playing his so-called artist that he's trying right. to produce. So basically, this is like I think what I Barry Gordy's get back at the white community is like, oh, this sucks. The scumbag record. Producer, we're going to make him a white dude who's yeah. bald, right? Yeah. Who's trying to get Cindy Lauper on the air. Laura Charles is too big. She doesn't bow down to anybody. No, she's not going to put that filth on the air. No way. Yeah, Laura Charles. Yeah, come on. She's so good. And then she she does a complete musical performance. So the first fifteen minutes of this of this movie, a solid ten minutes of music, right. if you count the opening credits, where it's like two minutes of actual acting, right. all music. Also, but not only does she sing, she sings the name of the club. Yeah. Seven <laughs> No heaven at your door with that really weird creepy voice. It's, it's so scary, but it's, yet it's her doing it. So you're like, you can be as scary as you want. Yeah. And Steve, you were saying, which was probably the funniest thing ever said on the show, was that you can't be a fifth element unless you have C cups from today. Yeah. My brother lost his mind when it's he heard true, that. It's true, though. It's true. Dude, sure. this chick, Vanity's so much hotter than that girl. Yeah. It's not even. Oh, yeah. Vanity is smoking. Now, she's, how high and drunk do you think she was during the filming of all Oh, this? man. Well, this was. So she got naked a bunch not. before oh, this she movie. Was. She all, oh, dude. Are you she kidding was, me? She, Coked she, out of her mind. Out of her mind. On How this. do you? I can't, I'm such a nerd. I can't even tell when people are on drugs. Well, uh, well I, if you see her shot, I pulled up a picture of her at the end of the movie. Watch that video when she's singing. Yeah, you know? she, dude. It's, How do you tell though? When you, my favorite drug's pizza. So I don't know. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like a teenage mutant ninja turtle. Say no to drugs. Say yes to pizza. Like you know, you know what I mean. Like, oh, I, love I always feel like that. I'm in. A, I always uh, feel like I'm in an after school special. <laughs> like if people just mention like real drugs, I'm like. I can't even. It's like that extra Growing pepperoni. Pains episode in Boner. Richard Stabone was going to get in the hot tub with Eddie and they were going to do drugs. You remember that oh, yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't even know. Look, this is how you know. That was her screenshot at the end of the movie. Thanks for that use of the brightness, JTE, you <laughs> jack wagon. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Look at her face. If yeah. that's not coked out and a vampire, I don't know what that is. Watch Action Jackson, which is okay. another guilty movie pleasure. You'll see. She you'll literally see. does coke in that movie. She, oh, oh, no, she, she actually is a drug so, addict in oh, the movie. In that's the movie. awesome. Yeah, but anyway, thanks she, for that. JT. She cleaned herself up. Yeah, uh, good for her for yeah. this. And she, she. So I want to know because you remember the Cosby episode when Cockroach and Theo. Speaking of Cosby, yeah, are you going to drop this? Well, Keisha Knight Pulliam is Rudy. is the Rudy yeah. is the so daughter. Good. Yeah. Um, she was so cute, little so oh, cute, and she she's gorgeous now. Oh really? Oh yeah, she's smoking. She was in. Um, she was on that TV show Splash where they did the diving thing. Yes, she was. That, that that awful reality show. No, but she was also in a music video uh, with Fabulous. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, Schmelville. I just dropped it. That was awful. Um, but so remember that episode of the Cosby's when uh, Theo and Cockroach, they, they're supposed to do like a Soul Train spinoff as yeah, well, yeah. right? And not, not one of them, they, they can't both go in to meet the really hot girl. Uh-huh. Like there's a dancing girl. If you are a fan, I don't remember the episode, the girl's name, but they, they are in love with this girl. Is it Vanity? No, it's not uh-huh. Vanity, but it's somebody just like Vanity. So each week on the show, she pops up and every guy in New York wants to meet this girl. Cause right. basically what Vanity is doing really only exists in New York. It doesn't, it's not like an international thing. Right. Right. She's okay. not like a pop star we, internationally. Yeah. It didn't have back in the day the way the internet was and everything no. too. Like, so, it was all cable access show. Right. So, but she, but she's able to, she, but 
nonetheless, you would think because William H Macy tells her you don't want to mess with these people with Eddie Arcadian, and she's of course. just being an asshole. Yeah, she's really, like, she really is. She's like, just put the vi- no one's going to care. Put the video on there. Like she's staking her reputation the right by thing. putting. Yeah. yeah, just do the right thing. She, I was going to let you order a la carte. Yeah. <laughs> he, says it, he says it multiple times. Yeah, and you know what I keep thinking to myself is like when I was a kid, we would go to an a la carte like restaurant once a year, and my dad's like. It doesn't come with the meal, so you know, right. okay? Like, you don't get your three free sides like you get at Olive Garden. Or <laughs> free sides. You don't get the free. You got to order no the sides. No dipping sauce. Right. It's not here, buddy. <laughs> Extra. No free potatoes. You got to order a Don't fill up on the bread. So listen. <laughs> <laughs> they should now name that the Arcadian. Yes. Well, I, t- the whole time I'm thinking my, to myself, is like, well, he makes sense. If you're going to go to the a la carte place, right. you're going right. to do it up big time. Who's his, his, his Rocco, which is the best Rock. name. No, Dude, from Dumb and Dumber. Dumb Dumb and Dumber, yeah. yeah. And we never see what's in that jacuzzi full of death. We never see right. an actual yeah. fish or anything like that. And he puts Eddie Arcadian's head at one point in yeah, there, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's freaking out. He's yeah. freaking oh, out. So the, what I love about that scene, too, is that if basically after uh, Bruce Leroy gets involved and starts protecting Vanity, yeah. he, he confronts Eddie Arcadian, sticks his head in that tank. But watch, Nothing. watch Bruce Leroy's face. Like he is so confused as why this guy's freaking out. I'm just putting you in water, guy. Relax. And he pops up, and he's just so freaked out. It's the best. I, I freaked out because this is the first time. Again, this is the first time I've seen this movie. I, Right, so I'm thinking he's going to pop up, and Eddie Arcadian's face is going to get eaten off because as mm. soon as you even put that chicken bone or right. whatever that thing yeah. was, it disappeared. Right? Maybe he didn't like the smell. <laughs> Dude, it reminded me of that tree trunk Flash Gordon had to put his hand in. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, are you putting another picture? Oh, there, there we go. That's right, so, so good. good. So, the, so now basically the entire movie revolves. By around- this point, I just want to establish though we have we see him chopping arrows Bruce Leroy we yeah. establish that he's reached the last level his master can teach right, him right. His, brother his, doesn't, mas- his brother doesn't like him very much everybody thinks he's a nerd right. he's yes. got really no rap with chicks he's Not shy yeah. he's just a sweet guy that wants to do the you right love thing him because yeah, he's he is awesome. you yeah he's <laughs> just my new karate, karate. <laughs> that's exactly yes. Steve Byrne once said that I was a superhero without any skills. <laughs> he goes, you have all the intentions of a superhero, but you can't save anybody. <laughs> I'll save you with dick jokes. Um, so now he's... So, and then we see him, though. We see him do karate twice. They try to kidnap Vanity in the van. Chaz Palminteri has a fantastic mustache. Cameo. Yeah. Cameo. Yeah. And then all the other bad guys show up. He does karate on everybody. She falls in love with him. Real quick, though, when, in that scene with the limit, what I love about that is that's a classic movie where every henchman knows karate. Yes. Because at one point, Great point. he goes back and forth with another black dude, and the, and, and the guy is just kicks back into a stance and you're like oh yeah. this shit's gonna go down <laughs> yeah. it's like no Bruce Leroy takes care of her yeah oh, and then Bruce right. then she gets kidnapped right and then Bruce Leroy finds out where she is he does his detective work right. mask and mm-hmm. then shows up in a ninja costume yeah. and does karate on everybody yeah. in there then he sticks so I'm just saying we have the the establishment that we see shown off whip everybody's ass in yeah. the movie theater like a gentleman Bruce Leroy walks out right. He's like, I'm a man of peace, not of violence. Right. Now, he falls in love. Love at first sight. Michael Corleone, lightning bolt, going through the hills <laughs> right. of Sicily. Right. Now, she's in trouble. He saves her ass twice. Go up with the story. And well, let's not forget also in, in that is that Shogun still wants a peace because he Has visit, to fight visits him. him at the dojo. Yes. Comes into the dojo and actually kiss my converse. Yes. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> line. Like that whole thing, too. And then you have his his one uh, student, Bruce Leroy's student, who is just a coward. Johnny run, U. Or Johnny whatever. U running and, around. And the, the use of the word oriental still only used by maybe some people in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia oh, and please. Johnny U in this movie. Right, like, right. Everybody's scared of oriental. Wow. Is it? Yeah. Are we? Oh, so what I was going to say is you're a fan of MMA. Guys. This was pretty much 
Isn't that how? And I know this makes me sound like an eleven-year-old. But no, didn't it evolve from things like that where people would show up at dojos and be like, "Okay, you're the master. Let's try it." I think that I mean I know that they had a whole bunch of just different styles in general, whose style was better, and they would challenge one another. And yeah, and isn't that like a thing still in martial arts schools where it's like somebody will show up and challenge your master and stuff? Maybe I, I, I believe everything I'm told. By the way. <laughs> everything. We could just still have never said Bloody Mary three times in front of a mirror at midnight. Never, just in case. I, I know I wouldn't do that. Never either. do it. No. No, I, that's but it's a great scene where he shows up and he starts to beat up his students. But yeah. in order to avoid the fight, and he bows Johnny down yeah, and save Johnny Yu. And him. that guy Beast does have him in a nice rear naked choke. Yes, he does. Yeah, Beast is <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty legit. Yeah, pretty well, legit. here's the thing: is Shogun's crew. Costuming is incredible. Yeah, the, women, the leg- women though, eh, yeah. not the best. But she did have big hands. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fifth element That's already better movie. than the fifth yeah. element. Yeah. Already better than her. Um, they they can legit fight. Whereas, yeah. I mean, Bruce Leroy's guys, we only see Johnny. We don't know. We don't know. Right. But we, we don't will know. know. Oh, right. we will. Oh, we will get. We to will Schmoville. We the, will. Here's the crazy thing: is that this whole this whole fight is based around the fact that nobody says no to Eddie Arcadian, and he wants to get a, a video played. The yeah. stakes are not very high. No, but. He gets embarrassed. He gets embarrassed. When all of his guys get beat up in his own house and his head gets put in the the lobster tank. To be fair, he was going to let her have a la carte. Yeah. I was going to let you. (laughs) Guys, the the stakes are higher a la carte, if you ask me, for sure. Come on, Rocco. (laughs) Come on. So great. And the guys come in, they're like, there must have been 50 of them, right? Oh, that was so funny. Because, you know, nobody messes with Bruce Lee right at this point. All the while, he's still trying to find the master to get to this, like, glow. Right. Yes. He needs to know the glow, whatever. It's very much like Kung Fu Panda in this regard. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. He go now, now Shogun is showing up, so he's, he's showing pissed. up. He's showing up. <laughs> JT? JT fell asleep. <laughs> pop, pop, sleep. He's putting up pictures. Now. He only likes the, he only likes the shows that girls are on. <laughs> the best is when you said JT, all I saw was this sudden <laughs> movement. Yeah. <laughs> Like Thanks, buddy. You're crushing it. I'm loving you. You are just crushing Regular it. Regular Fred Norris. Yeah. <laughs> he makes that show, by the way. He does. Fred makes the stern show. So, so he goes back to see his old master. Like he goes to this Chinese place. They're like, the master's not here. You can't come in. Yeah, here. the fortune cookie factory. The wisest man is the guy that supposedly writes the fortunes for the fortune cookies. Exactly. The last guy. Papa, Papa Bruce, was I forget. It, it, was, it was like he just kept calling him the master. No, it's Papa. Ah. Uh, it's in there because he gives him the medallion that he drops and Vanity finds it then he goes to Vanity's house that's how he gets the van yada 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 the little brother's in love with Vanity he needs to learn moves he He goes to the fortune cookie factory go to the fortune cookie factory move your pizza to Daddy Green's pizza yeah Yeah. move your pizza to Daddy Green's pizza well but then Shogun trashes the pizza parlor so now the stakes are real high right and beats up his little brother smashes the pizza parlor he's trying to get him to fight because everybody in Harlem knows Bruce Leroy could kick his ass yes but Bruce Leroy isn't to that level yet. He needs the He doesn't believe he can. Right. No. Right. So he goes back to his old master and his master's like, he takes the thing out of the fortune cookie and he's like, you look inside. He's like, there's nothing here. The good insert shot of the, the crumbling yeah, fortune all cookie. all that stuff leading up to that is, is like, because Vanity wants to do something special for Bruce Lee. She, she takes him to the club and shows him a montage of Bruce Lee on the face. screen. And he's so happy. And then like, 
he gets an idea and then he's like of course why did I not think of this before JT yeah I'm gonna disguise yeah. Oh, yeah. I love movie montages like I've done for the channel and I love that one scene I'll watch that over and over it's like Rocky Rocky 4 when that montage when he's in the car yeah, yeah. I just love a good montage in a movie it's a good so one good. and that's when he thinks he's like why didn't I think of it thank you and she leaves and she looks over and she goes after they made lot, out Bruce yeah, and, and yeah. then there's a shot of Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee with the hands glowing yeah because she's trying to make out with him multiple times yeah, he shows yeah, up she at her house yeah. and she's like you look like a master to me yep. will yeah. you teach me some moves yeah yeah so then he goes to his old master's place. Well, you know, he dresses up to be like somebody else to get into the master's place. Right. And the yeah, guys like are, Bruce Lee did right. in that movie. That was what, that was his big idea. Right. 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 And he goes there and is stereotypically awful at like he's trying to be an Asian guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like speaking in their like chopped tones. Did you notice that? No, I thought he was trying to act like he was cool because the Asian guys were trying to act like they were cool. You remember when he, he shows up? To, the first, he, when he first when he first shows up, he's like, "What's up, my man? Yeah, what it yeah, look like?" Yeah. <laughs> and then he tries it again with a deep voice yeah then hey he's, my man what it looked like that's what he says so in the good dude yeah. shows up with a pizza with bean sprouts yeah because yeah. <laughs> he figures Asians like beans and then they want to gamble because they know he's a sucker but then he gets them to do hopscotch yeah, yeah so great because he gets them all hammered like, yeah so, so and the guy's smoking grass smoke yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Some herb, those some guys wine. were really funny by they the were great. Yeah, they were great they nailed it they nailed it awesome awesome uh, so then he goes to his, ma- his master's. The best line, maybe, of my favorite yeah. thing in the movie is when the master's like, "Are you leaving forever, master?" Like, "No, nah, I'm just going to visit my mom in Miami." Yeah. So <laughs> and, and leading up to that, even the end of that scene at the Fortune Cookie, that was the first time you really see the Bruce Leroy rage. Yeah, because yeah. he gets, kicks that door open. He's bro. so upset at the end. He's just and he, where is the master? And yeah. he's all, you're like, "Whoa, who's that guy? Where's he been?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's pissed. So now we're gonna get to like the fun. Well, oh, we didn't talk about the auditioning of body. Guards. Oh, and such a great scene! The guy who's barking—he's a dog. He's, he's a dog. <laughs> he wants double. Yeah, he, he wants double. <laughs> like, why would we give you double? And he just—he doesn't say any words. He Make just, sure to take the table out of that. Table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eddie Arcadian's line, dude. It was like an audition of Dick Tracy villains. Yes. Yes. It had yeah. that shadow yes. shot of the yeah, guy yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. The arsonist. He's like, <laughs> 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 it's yeah. so great. And then there's so many cool looking bad guys because he wants blood. Arcadian mm-hmm. wants blood. And here's the cool thing is like back then, gangs in the 80s, like the harder you dressed, the harder you were. Right. Yeah. Now, and it's like in, in Crocodile Dandy 2 when he goes to meet that gang and everybody's like real cool dress and that's right, like right, their right. thing, right? These guys dress badass because they are badass. And it, I mean, what is the barking guy, dog guy going to do outside of being a bodyguard? Nothing. He can't do with that's anything. It. Right? He does that's what he all can he do. needs to do. That's, that's his exactly. calling. <laughs> it's so it's just everything about it to where it's set up because the tone shifts all over the place. In this oh movie. yeah, in yeah. a great way. So where you can get like that old school kind of kung fu feel at moments, and you yes. get the eighties. Uh, what was going on? The hip kind Absolutely. of back, and then you get the total cheesy comedy over the top stuff. It's, yeah. it's it's all over the map, and I love it for it. Well, the, when they throw the little brother in the pizza parlor fight scene into the trash can, and yeah. then they pull him out, and he's just got spaghetti hanging all yeah. over him. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. And he Richie is great. As well, too. Because well, he, he's got a crush on vanity. He's yes. like, get your hands off my woman. Yeah. I said, get your hands off my woman. Like, oh, all it's that so stuff. good. And then they get the kid. And then, I mean, okay, he sees the brother making out with vanity. So he's not really too Well, Richie sees Bruce Leroy doing it. Exactly. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And let's be honest, 10 minutes before that, Bruce Leroy was taking advice from Richie. Right. Do you remember that? And getting moves. Yeah, yeah. He was like, what do you mean moves? Yeah. And paintbrushes. And then he has that heart to heart with vanity in her car. I have a. Friend, yeah. it's not me. So good. You no, know, so Ellis has asked the girls like that in yeah. his car before. <laughs> I saw Ellis wearing that outfit with the little hat about ten minutes ago. Walking out there. Oh, it was so good. I uh, have a friend. So now it's all leading up to the point 
where Eddie Arcadian's assembled his army of monsters right. to take out Bruce Lee. And, and he, there's one piece he has to go recruit. And he shows up with a suitcase, suitcase full, filled with cash to go get Shonoff. And, right. and bang yeah. out JTE. Perfectly done. And he show and you forget he's wearing a beautiful toupee. Oh, it's he's glorious. got the tube on, and Rock everywhere he goes, Rock is sure to yeah, follow. Yeah, um, and they have to. They have the stage has to be set at, at Seventh Heaven, of course, of yeah, course. Right. And they finally get the the video played on there, right? right? Yeah. They, they bring him in to front the, of no one, in front of nobody. Right. But uh, now Eddie Arcadian has lost his mind. It's principal. He lost his chick. She leaves. Right, Cindy Lauper leaves, so she, and she gives yeah. some, and she gives some help. She, she yeah, yeah, she goes to. To, to let them know what's going to happen. Well, she lets Bruce Leroy. Well, she and Johnny Yu. She lets exactly. and Johnny Yu kind of gives her some some love too. Yeah, so yeah Johnny Yu's hitting on her. Yeah. 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 What do you want, JT? Tell me. Forgot one point. Sure yeah. enough, did not take the money. He yes. didn't he take said, the money. He goes, just keep yep. it. Just get that sucker where he needs to be. Yeah, nice, exactly. Yeah. Just well done, JTE. Coming right. in hot. So it's all leading up to this awesome fight scene at, yeah. at Seventh Heaven. All, all of it from the gang fight to the last fight. Everyone. Everything. Yeah, yeah. And that last twenty minutes is. Beautiful. That's why you watch the movie. Yeah. yeah. The, w- again, a poor kid's version of short round. We got little the little kid. Well, who's that the little ninja. kid actually turned. Out, he was he was in uh, the Three Ninjas. He was the kid. Oh, really? The, yeah. I think I believe his name is Ernie Reyes Jr. Uh, is but, he still fighting? Uh, I don't know, but he's an actual martial artist. And he was he and he was also in some movie. Yep, Ernie some, Reyes Jr. You look at him up on a- IMDb because he did a movie. He did a movie with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat on like ABC. Oh my god! Ninja Turtles two. He's actually in an Indiana Jones. He, but a stunt. He does a lot of oh, stunt Oh, that's the stuff Crystal too. Skull. Never no, mind. Just go, to run but if you just go to actors, or, go, I want to know what he did with Ricky the Dragon Steam Up, but he did a lot of stuff. He's um, been in everything. He's been in a lot. Of, he, he was known for like uh, martial arts. That's what he did. He and his dad for a long time. But his dad is actually who is, you know, in the... Surf Ninjas? He's fighting. You know, Steve, in that scene where um, he's fighting against that guy, it's him, uh, little Ernie Ray's Jr. Yeah. He's probably like six at the time, but he's fighting against his dad in the, in the Last Dragon. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. I yeah. didn't know that. No shit, yeah. that's great. Yeah. yeah, because what happens is Bruce Leroy's gathering weapons, and Johnny Yu's like, bro, I'm not going to let you fight by yourself. And he goes, well, get some weapons. He locks him in the weapons thing. Ernie Reyes Jr. lets him out. Now a posse's coming. Bruce Leroy shows up like a man. Yeah. Yeah. He's whipping everybody's ass until he runs into this dude that looks like the one-man gang yeah, from, from, the, yeah. Yeah. from old school 80s wrestling. Because yeah. the guy just bites his nunchuck. He bites chews the nunchuck. it up. Yeah. And then he just, it was like, oh, you, you know what's crazy? The dog, we, the dog guy him. isn't in the main fight. You don't see him. He doesn't have like a good he was, cameo. He was, he was peeing on a fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and then his whole karate school comes and saves him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. And, and the little kid. music and Oh, yeah, but the funny thing was is the big fat guy only had one move. It was the Lex Luger body slam. He yeah, just kept that move was devast- He was messing up Bruce Leroy until the cavalry came. And some of these guys, just the the Eddie Arcadians gang, just went out like bitches. Like, mm-hmm. you had, like there was one guy who got his pants pulled down. Yeah. And it was <laughs> yeah, was some very Three Stooges elements yeah. to some of the fight yeah. scenes. Like even in the pizza shop when the mom's just throwing dough at the yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> great. But but what is not Three Stooges is that final fight. Dude, oh, you know it's I was, coming too. I was saying that that's what Scott Pilgrim versus the world wanted to be. Mm. That they took that because that fight scene is perfect yeah it's awesome the 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 the, when you get hit and the red thing pops up from shogun because he's taking him now this is like video game fight like he was oh dude that was because first he's got to take out beast yeah and beast puts up a good fight yeah and then i'm thinking in my brain he already fought all these guys he fought beast and i'm literally thinking this i go well maybe he's just getting warmed up and then boom the door opens up and it's shown up and he's like you (laughs) (laughs) he's like are you warmed up yet and you know it's on and then yeah. he does karate, and it's not working. Bruce Leroy's karate's not working. Yeah, it's not. He's hurt. And, yeah, and yeah. then he... It works. 
Because then showing off starts to glow. Yeah. yeah. And then Bruce Leroy it seems, looks defeated. He's like, how does this guy have it? Yes. And then he's just getting his ass kicked from here to Detroit. And but gets, just his hands are glowing. Keep right. that in mind. Right. And he gets tossed into that trash can. <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> His hands will be glowing. Yeah. He gets tossed in that trash can, and now we're fi- and like now Shogun, he's got the upper hand. He's, I mean, he, he really owns it. And then, do you want? Because yeah, well, this is your moment. This, well, but this is the best because he's been searching the whole movie to find out who the master is. He's like, "There's more for me to learn." Yeah. And even his teacher is like, "Bro, you got the there's a there's no fortune in the cookie. Everything you got's inside you. Yes. I can't tell you." And then he has that planes, trains, and automobiles moment, like when. Steve Martin realizes John Candy's all alone in the world, yeah. and he, it all flashes back because Shonoff's hands are glowing, and he's dunking them in the water. Like, say, who's who's the master? Yeah, right? And he won't say. He it. won't say. It. He, yeah. he won't say. It. And he keeps on dunking his head, and then he's playing everything, the whole movie, over in his head. And he's like, "Wait a second, who's the master?" I. Am. It's yeah. so good. Do and it. When, and when he says, "I am," it's just that look in his eye because he pops up the first time. He goes, "This is only good acting he's in the that movie." Shit eating grin on his face. <laughs> and he's just like, "I am." Oh. Then he, but then he goes, who's the best? He throws a punch at him. He goes, I Oh, that am. was the best it's part. So and then his whole body starts to glow. It's not just his hands. Yeah. He's got the golden glow over his whole body. Yeah, and and his, but it's actually the first song again that plays. He's like, you are the last dragon. Boy, hit, it, man, hit it for man. us, JT. Hit it for song. us. This song's this great, is the, This is the one that he sees in the yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Shogun's is a red. And then, dude, Yes. I need this to work out. Just this. let this roll, JT. Just let it this, roll for a little bit. This is actually the part of the song when, when, he, yeah. when he catches it, yeah. And his fireworks, when he hits somebody, is like oh, that pure so white. Good. Oh, And he just... With his whole body. Ass. And then when his yes. arms start to go like this... Oh, uh, you can't touch... He, he, no. He's untouchable now. He just destroys Shogun. Like, oh. Absolutely wrecks him. And then... Eddie Arcadian. Comes well, because, you know, it's like the final boss in Kung Fu. He's a big yeah. fat guy, yeah. right? Like, you, yeah. you, when you get to the big fat guy, whatever. But Eddie Arcadian's like, you know what, dude? I'm like Indiana Jones. When the dude does all the sword things, like, but I got a gun. Boom. Shoots him. Right in the face. And right in the face. And yeah. you think it's going to be... It. Vanity loses it. Yeah. Brothers pissed off. Everybody. Yeah. And then <laughs> pops up. Bullet in the teeth. Spits it. Eddie Arcadian loses his mind. Yeah. And catches bullets in his teeth. <laughs> so good, bro. I keep foreshadowing. Myself, it pays yeah. off. Yeah. And the only other great bullet catch scene in movie history in the teeth is Ace Ventura, obviously. Yeah. And so good. And so then he gets the end, and and she's up there in her little like spaceshipy thing, and the club's back, and everybody's in white now because we've all won. And mm-hmm. the brothers psyched. He's loving it, and he's trying to say, "We don't. I don't know what he's saying. Do you know what he's saying? I didn't know what he was saying." Like, Can you teach me some moves? Yeah, yeah. And then the <laughs> oh, club so goes good. silent. Yeah. Everybody laughs when he's carrying flowers. Yeah, I love how everyone laughs too. It's like such like a canned love. Roll credits. I have a question about catches bullets in his teeth, though. Go ahead. So before. This story that we're watching for this last hour and a half mm-hmm. is about Bruce Leroy finding the glow. Mm-hmm. Yes. How badass is Bruce Leroy that before he had the glow, he was catching bullets in his teeth? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. people were talking about that already. He didn't so, need the glow cool. to no, catch No, he was it. already doing that, that. He didn't need the glow to catch bullets in his teeth. That was just like a parlor trick. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. amazing. Said it like parties. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought that was just an expression. They were like, he's so tough, he could catch bullets in his teeth. And then when he finally gets the glow... He really does catch. That's I how think, I interpret. I it. think he was doing it at birthday parties. <laughs> the one thing I will say, I think my favorite element to this entire show is it's just the, the ha- one. is just the hand clapping. Like when they're listening to music, everybody like I forgot people used to do this to oh, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even like when all the bad guys are around watching the knockoff Cindy Lauper video, like yeah. even the guys, <laughs> there's a lot so of great, good. Any movie like this, a real guilty movie pleasure when you're watching, it, mm-hmm. you can find humor and entertainment in 
the extras in mm-hmm. everything. The, the little nuances. Everything. When the little that. brother break dances out of the rope. Oh, oh yeah. That's so that was JT's yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. part. Yeah. Dude, it was JT. So JT yeah, I always just wanted to, you know, escape that way. Well, we just can make so. it happen on a Thursday show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, as soon as they walk away, he just, like, spits the gag out. He's like, ah, this doesn't matter, right? And uh, then he... Yep. he Boom, boom, boom. Because yeah. now you're thinking, listen, breakdancing looks good on the street, but it doesn't have a practical use per se. Uh, but yeah. now it does. They actually based the, the whole fifth Indiana Jones movie <laughs> on that scene. <laughs> Dude, breakdancing, karate, and vanity. This yeah. movie's a home run. Is it been the name of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like live, die, repeat. What uh, what is is Vanity up there in like your top five women? Oh, in film? after this, dude, she's the hottest chick I've ever seen. <laughs> she's just one of the. She was back then. She was one of the sexiest women for oh. sure. Like she, wow. you, you were watching that movie as a kid, f- saying, "I shouldn't be feeling like this at this age." Dude, no. I knew she yeah. was hot then, but now as a grown up. It's yeah. like, oh my god! And I, I got a Mr. Skin account to see all of her. I don't know. Movie. I don't want to disrespect her by looking. <laughs> it's but really she's worth so your time. Hot. Yeah. Um, what's we're you, gonna. What, what's your dad think about this movie? Hey, buddy, <laughs> what do you think of her? Huh? <laughs> Thumbs up. What? Dude, this is a Can true story. Your... I'll just go to do, tell you a true story. Yeah. My dad heard me once, like when I was like wanting to do stand up comedy. I wanted to do a joke about like how hot Alyssa Milano was, mm-hmm. and then my dad heard me. Like practicing? Yeah, well, like, I don't even want to go into the details, but my dad comes home from the Blockbuster with videos. That was his big thing. Because he would come home from Blockbuster like he directed the movie, produced the movie, <laughs> starred in it. What did he get the Japan workout? Yeah, he would, he would take, and this is a picture I got for your mother. You guys don't have to watch it. Here's one the whole family can enjoy. And hey, buddy, I got you a little something you might want to watch, you know. When we all, when everybody else goes to sleep, I go, what? He goes, I got Alyssa Milano. <laughs> He's like, you can watch that after me and your mother conk out, if you know what I mean. I was just like, I wanted to jump out of a window like the priest at the end of The Exorcist. I was so uncomfortable. Oh, so good. There isn't anything more. But you watched the movie, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> it was like Poison Ivy, too. Yeah. Oh, she's she's awesome. That. There isn't anything more uncomfortable than watching a sex scene with your parents. Be, like, past... Age sixty five. Oh, never. I don't understand how never. that could ever not be uncomfortable. Never. It's it's the worst, and especially if you go to like a theater, right? If you go to a theater and there's a sex scene in a movie with your parents, it's, it's the worst thing that oh, happened to you. I'm just saying, vanity's so hot in this that if my if you touched her left ass cheek with your tongue, it would just sizzle <laughs> off. Like, do you remember those snakes, those terrible fireworks? And it was just a little nugget, and then it would turn into ash. That's what would happen to your tongue. Like, if you made out with vanity, your tongue would just turn to ash and Only a man off. with a glow, Steve. Only a man with a glow. All right, here's a couple little known facts about vanity. Just to, I don't want to burst so your bubble. Wow. Okay. We all, we're all she was originally flawed. supposed to be the lead opposite Prince in Purple Rain. Okay. Yeah. T- turned her down. Prince was her actual band band was called uh, Vanity Six. She played in a band. Did Prince he, discover her? He did, Prince right? discovered yeah. her, yeah, in which he played a hooker. The, the original stage name of the band was supposed to be called Hookers, mm. okay? Oh, okay. Um, and her... <laughs> Prince wanted her stage name to be Vagina. And so <laughs> so she they settled on Vanity, uh. which is good. She was at one point uh, engaged to Nikki Six. Mm. Um, she uh, performed as a singer named Dee Dee Winters in Canada, Denise Matthews in Los Angeles, and Denise Sonic in Tokyo. Wow. Okay. So that's like the name Denise. Now she's an evangelist in a, in a. Oh, good for her. She turned it around. Yeah, she yeah. was really into Christianity, all that stuff now. Good for but, her. Man, she, in this movie, she is Beautiful. just knockout. 
Yeah. Dad Coogs would have loved her as well. I mean, my my dad, I, your dad, I can't do, my dad doesn't have a voice like your dad. Your dad is by far the most popular character on, on our program. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching myself. How would your dad kind of maybe, not break, but get on him, uh, how would he describe this movie to you? Yeah, if he was to pitch it, if your okay. dad was pitching the last drive. Yeah. Okay, because he would go through the Sunday paper back yeah. before the yeah. internet. You choose movies with a newspaper. Sure. He'd be like, okay, what's see what kind of pictures are available <laughs> babe why don't you scrub up the boys get them ready for bed and then maybe if they get their pjs on we could take them to a theater like adults because sometimes we would do that because my PJs? yeah because okay. our parents they would have to bribe us to get clean uh, we're like little monkeys yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he would just be like karate <clears throat> hot chicks <laughs> Good triumphs over evil. Get the boys in the car. <laughs> That's it. And Bar- Barry Gordy presents. Hey, I'm a big Motown fan. <laughs> if the film's is half as good as those tunes, I'm in. In it to win it. Slide me some skin. Uh, JD, play us one more show enough before we go. Show Thank you. Right, so Barry good. Gordy presents The Last Dragon. Christian, thanks for being on the show, yeah, man. Dude, thank you. Yeah. Thank you again for introducing me to this movie. So again, like we've talked about each week, the beautiful part about the show is I'm and you and I are seeing movies that we necessarily I may have never seen. Dude, before. I always love this, but it's been at least twenty years since I've seen yeah. it. And it's one of the few things in my life that I've gone back to revisit after a big gap, and it's even better than I remember. Mm-hmm. It. It's perfect. It's uh, better than I remember. It made me want to learn karate, go to a black owned pizza shop that mm-hmm. looks incredible with the yeah, greatest your pizza. The, dude, the greatest probably the greatest marketing ploy in the history of pizza. Great slogan. Follow us on Twitter. Guys, go to iTunes. Uh, comment. Like it. Give us all the Tell stars. Your buddies. Tell everybody. Tweet it. Uh, give us some comments on YouTube. We, we love hearing from you guys. Thank you as always for watching. Uh, Christian Main Show on Thursday. We'll be uh, discussing the debacle that is currently the Schmodown. There's going to be a lot going on for the Schmodown, so make sure you check it out. Yes. Roger. And guys, my CD comes out. I think the link goes up tomorrow, oh, so awesome. please buy that CD. Dude. It's called Remember This. If you've never seen Steve Simone... <laughs> <laughs> you never seen Steve Simone live. It's one of the most fun fun times you'll ever have. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time. From producers Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, and the entire Schmoes No Network crew, we would like to thank you for listening to Guilty Movie Pleasures. What's your pleasure? Special thanks to Kevin Undergaro and Maria Manunos, the author of Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness in stores now. To watch or listen to other Guilty Pleasure movie episodes or other episodes of the Schmoes No Network shows, get movie news, or to join the conversation, be sure to visit schmoesno.com. I'm the Pit Boss, and this has been a presentation of the Schmoes No Network.